0: Good day, all you beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Champagne. This is Toaster Tubby Time, and I am medicated for your amusement. Inside, there's nothing left to shock you, now you've landed on your feet. Good day all you beautiful people, this is Toaster Tubby Time and as always I am your host Chris. Um. So yeah, I'm not going to play with the thing today, I kind of have a little bit more of a serious uh, episode that I'm going to do today. Um. Uh, hoping that you all bear with me and... I hope that you guys find something from this. So basically this is based on what's going on in my life right now. So I cannot recall if I had said previously in other episodes, but I have two dogs. Uh, Well, we have two dogs. Uh, Molly, who is a Chihuahua, Beagle, Dotson mix. Imagine just like a big Chihuahua. Uh, And she is uh, just the best little baby, and currently she is blind. Uh, That's not something that's going to change. It's something that just happened degeneratively to her. Uh, She functions just fine, except for bumping into things every once in a while. And as you can imagine, a dog bumping into things, as long as it's something cushiony, is kind of adorable. And the other dog was... My birthday present six years ago, her name's Daisy. Uh, She's just the most adorable little puppy. She just loves everybody. Uh, She's a Jack Russell mix. She looks mostly Jack Russell, but both of them were rescues, so we don't have any real set genetics as to what their breeds are. So over the past few days, Uh, starting this weekend, Daisy, my little Jack Russell, uh, was acting lethargic. Um, She was not jumping up on the couch like she normally would. She would look at you and she'd put two paws up and then look at us to kind of carry her up the rest of the way. And she was acting um, a little sluggish. Um, I just said lethargic, which is the same thing. Uh, And please keep in mind that I'm trying to keep myself composed while I'm doing this as well. Um, so on top of, uh, not really acting herself being lethargic, um, whenever we picked her up to put her on the bed or put her on the couch or whatever, she would also yelp, um, a little bit if you picked her up wrong, which is again, quite uncommon for her because one of her favorite things is when I pick her up, um, when I come home at the end of the day, I get home, give the missus a kiss. And then I kind of lean down and I put my arm down. Daisy wraps her front paws against my, against my arm. And I just pick her up and carry her around because she's just that kind of little baby puppy. She's a little princess. So this was all rather odd behavior. So We had called and made an appointment. We got her into the vet yesterday, which was Tuesday, the 15th of February. Uh, They had taken a couple x-rays. They had noticed that um, her stomach was a bit distended, that uh, she was definitely lethargic. Um, So, yeah, a couple x-rays. They had um, done blood work and... They were going to send me home with a little vial to uh, collect, some, collect some dog poo. Uh, but Daisy was good enough and nervous enough while they were doing the x-rays to provide them the dog poo uh, right then and there. So there was nothing really to worry about there. Um, and they gave her uh, fluids as well as an anti-nausea. So this way... Hopefully, she'd feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, brought her home, and we had made an appointment to come back today, the 16th, um, to get another x-ray just to see how things are going because they noticed that you know, there was there was needing to be some movement in her GI tract. Um, so I woke up this morning with the intention that you know, nine 30, I was going to bring her to the vet and she'd get an x-ray and then the world would be happy. She'd be back to normal. Well, this morning when I woke up to go check on Daisy normal and uh normal world kind of took a, uh, big bet shit for lack of a better term. Um, I went and I wanted to kind of, be good to her and just, you know, I picked her up. I was going to bring her outside just so that this way she didn't have to deal with that. And when I got her outside and I put her on the ground, her leg, her back legs just kind of splayed out there and she just sat there. She could not move her back legs. I could not move her tail, anything on her, on her hindquarters, which was fucking fantastic. So I cried a little, I composed myself. I got myself ready. Cause we had a vet appointment. I wasn't going to call them and say it's an emergency because we're already going there. So I brought her to the vet for the next x-ray that the vet wanted to take. And they were checking her out. And, um, Thankfully, they were going to look to see about getting a sample, but when they squeezed her abdomen, she, again, provided that for them on their examination table. So she's just all sorts of prepared for everything. (laughs) But again, uh, still no movement. So basically, they had called and made a... Emergency neurological appointment at a nearby 24 7 emergency vet that is, uh, they have a neurological department, huge place. Um, And uh, my wife was texting me, Dawn was texting me. So I went and picked her up, and the three of us then took a trip to the emergency vet, um, where thanks to COVID and everything else i was not allowed to be inside there with her neither of us were um but they did an mri for her um to see what was going on Uh, and that was another three thousand five hundred dollars on top of the about 700 i had already spent on the two vet visits previously um their recommendation their thoughts are always going to be that um know possibly surgery unfortunately the money for surgery is not something that we just have readily available and they uh they pretty much said oh you have to put a deposit down and you only have to pay the rest uh when you pick the dog up so that gives you some time a day to put together all this money um the other option that they gave us uh was possibly you know medication um you know, try medical, steroids, rest, and see what happens. Um, But they wanted to see exactly what was the issue. So we got the call a little bit after we had gotten home that the actual issue is a herniated disc. um, And they wanted us to decide, do we want to do surgery that we can't afford, or are we going to try medical? So... Um, you know, surgery, they're giving, you know, they said uh, 70%, and medical, they said 20 to 30%. Uh, unfortunately, medical is the option that we did have to choose. Um, so right now we're just sitting at home mm. waiting for them to give us a call tomorrow to come pick up our baby and to learn how to express her bladder and express her bowels. Um, but this is something that we are. Dedicated to. We already have our our blind puppy, so we could potentially be dealing with a uh, a handicap puppy too. So, uh, thankfully, between myself and some very good friends, uh, most definitely my friend Ron, who is kind of an engineering whiz when it comes to stuff, uh, we're gonna probably put together a nice little sweet uh, wheelchair should she need it. Uh, fingers crossed that the medical actually helps her and helps alleviate the pressure on the herniated disc. But, you know, I, have definitely considered myself thoughtful and prepared to deal with a lifetime of working with my handicapped puppy on top of my blind puppy and we'll hope that they work together. But, um, I really just want to talk about how animals uh, uh, really become our children. Uh, there are people who will say that animals don't understand what we're saying, and I-, I get it. They don't understand what we're saying. They understand the infliction. They understand the tone. They understand the way that you look at a that we look at them and body language and all that. But I think deep down. Uh, animals really do know who their family is, and they do understand to a degree what it is we're trying to convey to them. Um, so, yeah, this is <laughs> this is pretty hard. Just you know, talking about this, um, the a, a big thought that I had back when I had my heart attack, and you know, something that kind of gave me uh, some afterthought was um you know how would how would my my little daisy puppy understand if i never came home i mean for the for the 5 days that i was there she didn't see me and you know when i came home she was ecstatic but i mean how would how would your animal react to that and i mean i can use that for a lot of situations you know people who are you know thinking of other things and they have animals. You, I mean, would your animal under your animal will never understand that you're not there anymore. Um, but I mean, they really are to their owners. They are people. They're little people. They're the people that are always going to be there for them. Um, whether they be cats, dogs, fish, birds, reptiles, um, but it's just, it is emotionally heartbreaking to have these animals and have to deal with the the issues that come with them, but, but we do it. We do it because we love them. Um, but uh, yeah, I just really wanted to kind of put this episode out there and it's not going to be a long episode today just because, you know, obviously everything that I'm going through and I'm just doing the best I can to hold it together right now. But um, I just wanted to put something out there to you guys so that you know that I'm thinking about you and uh, I want you guys to give your give your fur babies or scale babies or feather babies just an extra big hug to let them know how much that, that you love them and how much that they're there for you and that you appreciate and you love them for that. Um, again, this is very hard to record. So I just wanted to give you something to listen to and let you know what's going on with my life. Um, but I will be back next week with hopefully more positive news. Um, but aside from that, I love all you beautiful beeholes holes and I hope that you have a great day. And, uh, again, give your, Give them a big hug and an extra treat for me. All right. Love you, beautiful beeholes. It's the way you walk, it's the way you talk, it's the way you shine. It's the way that day, and a wagon on, and it's a night. And I'm sorry not to follow me as all over.
1: One thing I know, this is my life.